Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. This message will self-destruct. What time is it? It's time to begin the football weekend. And as they say in Tinseltown, roll up. This is a football Friday edition of Dirt and Spray. They had pride. They had talent. They had hats and t-shirts. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. Download the Odyssey app, follow 1080 The Fan, and enable push notifications to get the latest on the Ducks, Beavers, Blazers, and more. Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan. All right, 602 in the Rose City. Time for Dirt and Sprague on Portland's Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan. Rambo! Red Red right, 24 double Puma. Happy Friday. What is happening? Well, it's off to a good day. It's a better day than Al Michaels is having. Yeah, Al Michaels had a rough night last night. Yeah, he did. He's getting up there, and people are not fans of Al Michaels anymore. It's um, it's always weird when you have to get to this point of one of your favorites, isn't it? Yeah, it's always, yeah, athlete, prof- doesn't matter what profession it's sad you are. because, I mean, forever he is, is do you believe in miracles? I watched that in my youth, but that was 1980. That was a long time ago. When you were like 21 youth? Or? Somebody had a picture of him. nine, uh, <laughs> jackass. <laughs> He's almost double digits, I mean. Somebody had him in a, in a picture in the Reds dugout I'm for the big Reds machine. every cupcake <laughs> I brought in today. Shove those down your throat! <laughs> it is. I. I will also say this. I. I think Herb Street's good. Obviously, he's you know good at his job. There's an aspect of chemistry that I really do enjoy on broadcasts that that one just lacks. I feel like. Oh, it's dull as a knife, man. There's nothing there. Like a buck. I. I'm not the biggest Troy Aikman guy. Like I just Troy Aikman to me doesn't say a ton of stuff. That I'm like, wow, my mind's blown. Like, sure, but he's fine. I don't have any issues with him. He's not my number one color Buck analyst. Knows how to push his buttons, but though, dude, him and, and Buck start going at it. And yeah. he he was on a rant the other night, and he was like, Buck was basically insinuating that he's on edibles. He's like, what's up with you tonight? You're <laughs> laughing. You're giggling over there. <laughs> it was just being, they were like, just, I don't know, the, the sense of humor that they have and the chemistry that they have make up for it. And so if, if Herb Street and Al Michaels had that, I think it would mask Al Michaels being half asleep, but they clearly don't have that. Well, it's tough, right? It's, uh, it's it, You have to build chemistry sometimes. Sometimes yeah. you have it instantly, and sometimes you got to build it. And I think for them, it was not there instantly. No. But what's Herb Street supposed to do? He's got so many different things. He's on this plane every other day, <laughs> flying somewhere. Yes, he is. And Michaels is 78. And this clearly was my last cash out 
bag grab yeah. is what I think it was because NBC was like, hey, we have Tariko here. We kind of want to use him now. And so Amazon came down, Michaels, and said, hey, you're Al Michaels. Here's $10 million a year. And he said, okay. I mean, you're not saying no to $10 million a year. You're just no, not. I don't no. care how old you are. You're not saying no to that. Well, you you famously always say, if I get even just a couple million, you'll never hear from me again. And I sure. always... If I, I were Al Michaels, I would have retired 15 years ago. Yeah, but what if I would have <laughs> told you you can make an additional $40 million for the rest of your family? Nah, they're fine. They're going to be okay. Okay. Go get a job. Right. Okay? How about you How about you hold up your end of the bargain here? It's way easier right. to say that than actually say <laughs> no to wow. it. Here's $5 million for a kid. There you go. If you can't sustain yourself on that, that's on you, buddy. You're screwed up. <laughs> Five million. I just saw a house listing on Redfin. One point eight million. Milwaukee, Oregon. And That's I went, right, oh baby. My God, dude. Let's go, wow. Mustangs. Hey, I we Gated almost communities now in Milwaukee. They got no, the max got now, dude. No. The house prices are shooting through the roof. <laughs> no gated community. We almost moved to Milwaukee uh, when we moved in our house over a year ago. I I really like Milwaukee. I like being at that city kind of vibe. But I'm a little in between ish, but I'm a little more city. I like that. <laughs> we just didn't find a house that fit what we needed. Yeah, the tough part is it's like nobody can afford to live in Portland anymore. And so everybody's, you're just, there's like, where are the fringes going to get, keep getting pushed out? And Milwaukee was like candidate number one. Mm. And I, like, the, the amount of money that I sold my house in Milwaukee for still boggles my mind. Really? Because that house was not worth that much money. Yeah, but it was five yeah. minutes from Selwood, and you're ten minutes Supply from downtown, and, and you're you know, yeah. and it was like, all right, you really okay? You want to pay that for that? That's like a 900 square foot two bedroom house, but have fun if that's what you want to pay. What is the area that people like covet but can't afford to live in around here? You think? I think Northeast Portland and Southeast Portland primarily. Northeast Portland? Yeah, I think there's some really nice neighborhoods in Northeast Portland, like around Gra- Grand High School and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah that's yeah. an awesome neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. That's Laurelhurst, isn't it? Sure, yeah. I mean, but you're going, every house in that neighborhood's over a million dollars at this point. Well, over and by, they're all old. Over yeah. by Reed College and yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah, Reed College is great. That's the East Moreland neighborhood. I did look up a house. I, I don't know. I'm not even looking for houses, but I, I go on Redfin all the time out of boredom. <laughs> And there was a house that was pretty sweet in Eastmo, and it was uh, 700K. And I'm like, well, there's a lot. That's of- it for Eastmoreland? No, I, I actually, I was like, God, I wish I made more. Yeah. That's not bad at I all. Know. Know. There's a lot of renovations going on of older homes up by University of Portland up on the bluff. I've uh, always loved that area, too. That's really nice. North Portland. There. I yeah. like that area. Okay. All right. Great conversation. <laughs> there you go. I wish we could all afford to live in those neighborhoods. Yeah. My drive into work wouldn't be a half hour every day. Although I do love, I love my neighborhood because it's quiet. There's an aspect of I'm worried when we have kids that I'm going to want to move because there's not a ton of stuff around us. Like what? Like there's not like a park you can walk your kids to that kind of thing. So I'm wondering how that's going to evolve as as our kids get older. But as as of now, I love it. Nobody makes a peep. I got a lot of old neighbors. Nobody makes any noise. It's wonderful. I did note that, Swag, when I went to his house, we recorded a Jonathan Smith interview, and it was my first time at his house. And I, I went inside. We did the interview, and I basically left. And I noted that when I drove out, I didn't see a soul. Nobody. Not, not a human being at all. Not a car driving <laughs> no. in. Not a car driving out. It's amazing. I love it. Yeah, you live with all the olds, I think. My, both of, both sides of me, the neighbors, are north of 80. Oh, it's crazy. Well, and, that can be good and bad. It's sure. good because they're quiet. They leave you alone. Them? Oh, they're wonderful. Uh, they're nice. Okay. We say hi. They're great. They're that, you know no problems at all. Those houses are going to be for sale soon. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the other thing in the neighborhood. On our block, we've already had like four houses come mm. for sale up for sale in the last like year. What's that theme music they play when somebody <laughs> passes away? Dong. <laughs> 
dun. <laughs> Driving up the value of the neighborhood. I love it. <laughs> Keep throwing them on the market, baby. Keep welcoming young couples in. So it's going to start to get louder. But I love having old neighbors because I'm an old man now. We have to go to bed early. I don't want people out. I don't want kids out playing on the street at like 9 o'clock at night in the summer. Like, hey, shut up. Try, you know, I'm trying to sleep here. Right? Oh, you're going to be cranky when you're old. You're going to be the worst. <laughs> Let me tell you what bothered me this weekend. <laughs> Ruined my whole weekend. The ball landed in my yard again. It did. Although I did have a ball controversy with one of my neighbors. Uh, one of the dog's balls went into their yard. Have not thrown it back yet. Now yeah. we're going on like a week now. I, I think they're just. I think they're just holding on to the ball. My neighbor took my basketball. <laughs> they will not give me my basketball back. It. Uh, it's a I weird think it, flex. Yeah, it is a weird flex. Uh, and I don't know how to feel about it. I. It's been couple months now and it was quite it was quite the controversy when it happened originally but <laughs> yeah. i've just kind of moved on to seattle and uh You're just moving on to the next game yeah, we right? can't think about last week we gotta move on to the next week but yeah they they still have my basketball <laughs> we'll go find a new basketball we'll go buy a new one we asked for it two different times you actually asked for it back dude it's a good outdoor basketball <laughs> yeah it wasn't like it was super That's old true. and beat up it was really nice and it bounced over they say it went under their deck Mmm. And I'm not calling them liars because they don't have any young kids. They're kind of older, but... Do they not have the ability to get it out from underneath the deck? How does it get under the deck, but they can't get it out from under the deck? I have no clue how okay. any of that works. They won't even allow me back there. They have like five security cameras in their backyard, and their backyard is... Ooh, they're intense. 300 square feet. I mean, it's not very big. And I'm like, why do you have all these cameras? That keep creeps like you out of their backyard crawling under their deck. I have a neighbor across the street who has 10 cameras, he told me, on his house. That's a lot of cameras. And then the one next to me has five in their backyard. And I just, is there something about the neighborhood I don't know? <laughs> I We haven't had any problems. You near a prison or something? Worried about escapees? I live in Damascus. Well, like, that's where I'd put a prison if I was building one. <laughs> there's a there's a mule right across the street every <laughs> really day. That's a good point. It's a good spot for a prison. I mean, yeah. A lot of land out there. I don't think we have anything that's wrong with it, but uh, there's a lot of cameras going on. So That, to me, reeks of people who read a lot of stories about downtown Portland and think that that's, and you're like, yeah, we're in Damascus, man. That's uh, not really going to affect us. We're a long ways away from all of that. I didn't want to say that, but it's kind of my read. is like, you just watch your <laughs> news outlet that gets you angry, and yeah. you just assume that's happening everywhere, so you're freaking out. Yeah, the city's on fire! Right. Yeah. Oh, the fire's going to be in Damascus! <laughs> No, you'll be okay. Do you think Foster Moreau was happy about Al Michaels trending so it took a little heat off him dropping an easy touchdown? No, I don't think he's sleeping all week. Yeah, he was the rah-rah guy before their last drive, by the way. How do you how do you not catch that? I don't know. And that was the best pass he threw all night. It was. I, I texted Derek Carr sucks, and then he laid a perfect pass out. It was out. perfect. <laughs> he just dropped it. I thought it was a weird glitch on my TV. Yeah, no. it felt like a glitch in a video game. Like you're playing Madden, and the character like got stuck trying to reach for the football, <laughs> and you're like, ah, what happened? Damn it! And you're like, it was open in the back of the end zone. And you watch the replay, and yeah. the arms are just like doing a repeated <laughs> motion like they wouldn't go up to catch the ball. I do. That was good touch. A little corner out, back pile on. The Jags screwed know, up the man. coverage wide open. We would have had overtime, but no. I'm kind of glad we didn't. I am too. I mean, I had a Jags bet, so I was happy, but like I also didn't want to see keep watching that game. Like, all right, that's enough. Yeah, <laughs> that's enough Saints on my TV. Yeah. I don't like this team. They were booing them the entire game. That team, like, I know they came back. That team sucks. They're not yeah. fun to watch. Their no. defense is okay, and their offense is just most of the time off. But then they ripped off the game when they tied it up. It was like car three, boom, 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 and you're like, where'd that come from? That's soft coverage. I thought that was yeah. just Jacksonville laying way back and. 
they're just taking the underneath stuff for 10 to 15 yards. I don't know. It's, I don't know. Are we all trying to fire Doug Peterson today for going for it on fourth down? Well, who won? <laughs> you don't fire the coach after he wins. That's right. Uh, it's touche. Touche. It worked. Maybe Lance. Wait, no, it didn't work. But then they gave, wait, they, then they gave up a touchdown. But then it's okay. They you know, DeBoer won. also got stuffed on fourth down, but we're not talking about <laughs> yeah, that all no, week. Where are we? At the one. At, At the, the one, one yeah. yard line. Yeah. yeah. Stonewalled. Hey, Dan, win a game. <laughs> win a game. Win a game. Win a game, Dan. He's winless in his career. Somebody's saying that the 80 year old neighbor is trying to throw the ball back, but they just can't get it over the fence. <laughs> now I'm picturing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just keeps hitting the fence yeah. and bounce. Oh, damn it. Damn I'll try it. tomorrow. <laughs> Swag, how do old people talk? Oh, okay. I guess they can't talk. No, that's what happens. Their teeth fall out. They can't say anything. Swag brought us cupcakes. We have a whole flight of cupcakes. I, I, Dirt is not happy about this. Yeah, why do we have a flight of cupcakes? Well, we need to, uh, one... <laughs> like, uh, I know I can eat a little cup... I, can, I, I have a theory. I'll I can let him fit finish. a little cupcake in my mouth. Well, one... <laughs> <laughs> That's a great sentence. I'll let Swag... A lot of that theory. today It's okay. part of the reason. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. But no, we're on YouTube now, so let's give uh, let's give our listeners, our viewers, as oh, it were... No. Uh, more reason to more reason to stick around. And, it's and starting what they want. Here it is. This Give was, them what they want. This was my fear. Is I this love, what they want? Is this what they want? I love that we're on YouTube now. YouTube.com backslash 1080 the fan. Uh-huh. Like, subscribe, rate, review. Visual stunts. Absolutely. Let's yeah, go. This was my fear. We're gonna become Colin. Look at this. L- look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Yeah, Everybody in your car. Look at this. <laughs> I can't see it. I'm not on YouTube. I'm driving. Should we do film breakdowns with Greg Cosell? Get him on. <laughs> so here's what happened on this route in the Oregon-Washington game. You see the safety here does this, and then the corner does this, and that's why the pass wasn't completed. Here- no, I went to go get cupcakes, <laughs> and then so I got the big giant ones, and then they had these other prepackaged ones right there, and so it was just a little thought bubble. Eh. Whatever they were on sale, let's go. Let's have a whole flight of cupcakes. It Here, was no more thought out than that. Here's my theory. Yes, that's his thought process. Deep down, though, Fat Swag was like, we're getting loosey-goosey on a Friday. Let's go. It's a football Friday. I think this is a lot of Fat Swag having a moment. He's like, I don't get out very often, but when I do, I cut a rug. <laughs> so I'm going to eat three different sides. Look at him smiling. He knows it. He He's knows like, it. Fat Swag Day. He yeah. just doesn't want to say it. It'll that's be okay. a Fat Swag weekend. We're uh, road really? tripping. Linfield is at the University of Puget Sound tomorrow. Oh, the boys. And so The nephew against the alma mater? Exactly. Wow. So both- Who do you root for? Linfield. Oh, I'm rooting for Linfield. You got to root for We Linfield. didn't root for UPS's football team when we went to school there. They sucked. <laughs> <laughs> we were good at cross country and softball and swimming. That's what we excelled at. Carlos Boozer got in trouble recently. He did an interview, and his kids are really good. He's got twins that are, like, highly touted recruits, some of the best in their class. And he was asked, like, hey, if uh, what if they choose North Carolina? And he goes, I'm rocking a UNC hat. And they were like, what? <laughs> He's like, I don't, my kids family. take it's precedent family. over yeah, my alma mater. Uh, D1 basketball players and football players are going to be employees before much longer. It's okay. Smudge has a gift coming for the old baby shower. We'll start dirt early on the beaver fandom. Yeah, it's going to get burned. That'll be, the, that'll be the poop rag. I'll just use that to wipe up the brown mess that comes. Yeah, well, in bad instances, you'll remember who was there for you and who wasn't. <laughs> Oregon State was there to clean up that mess, weren't they? That's right. Lunch pale you, baby. OSU giving uh, you skid marks all over again. <laughs> Built not bot. <laughs> yeah. 
It's a football Friday. We got Daniel Gallen. He covers Penn State for Lions 24-7. It's the biggest college football game of the weekend. Uh, my question simply to him, we'll dive into the game, is uh, prove it is kind of my message to, like, prove it, please. I'm tired of hearing about Penn State every year, and then they lose the big game, and they become the 10-2 and or the 9-3 and team that everybody has to label dangerous, but they don't beat the teams that matter in their conference. So we'll talk with Daniel Gallon at 7.30. We'll spray the line at 8.30, so get the spray the line sponsors into the Vancouver Ford text line, 503-864-6326. And obviously we have college to get to. i got a lot of NFL on my show sheet as well. It's a good week in NFL football I want to talk about. Uh, so let's get it going. We start local taste. Uh, the Ducks and Cougars, where are you at on, an, on a Friday? We'll talk about that next. Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, welcome back in. Dirt and Sprague on a football Friday here on Portland Sports Leader 1080 The Fan, the Odyssey app, 99.5 HD2, and of course now YouTube, youtube.com backslash 10. 80 the fan. You can see my sweet ass Alaska sweatshirt that I wear once in a while. That is a cool sweatshirt. You got a bear, a moose, an eagle, a wolf. Oh yeah, nature baby. Um, when are we doing these cupcake things? By the way, I haven't carved. <laughs> I didn't have my show sheet. Cupcake eating time. I don't know. Whenever you guys want. Oops. Well, you're doing. You're trying to do one an hour. Yeah. So we'll do one an hour. Okay. When do you need a sugar high? Maybe at like 6.45. How about we do it at the end of every hour? Sure. The end of every hour? Yeah. Or okay. I think you should try to we got to do the big one before the, the show's big done. big ones yeah. during Sprague in the Line, I think. <laughs> oh, bad picks and bad bites. <laughs> hey, we had a good week last week as a show. Yeah, well, that's not what the texts usually say. Seven and two as a show. That's okay. a pretty good week right there. Well, I'm sure the texts will all be complimentary of us today. They always are. <laughs> They're so nice. <laughs> I mean, you guys are still significantly below 500, but, you know, hey, it's okay. one, one week at a time. Weeks. That's right. Three and a weekend, another three and a weekend. Before you know it, I'm, I'm right on dirt heels. You're building it brick by brick. This would be a devastating loss for dirt. 
If Look, I come back and win this season, it's going to be true. devastating for him. I just don't want to lose because I don't want to caddy. I really want to be involved in the golf round, and having one of you caddy for me would be a lot of fun. Mm. But also, the third person will also be golfing in that event, and so I'll just get to film it and enjoy it and have a good afternoon. So I'm okay finishing second. I'm just in a race and not finishing last place. Me and Swag are right now. We're <laughs> locked. It's yeah. a heat. Things can turn around quickly for me. I'm on a, I'm on a heater right now, but it can change rapidly. Sounds like Washington State's going to get Lincoln Vic back. Yep. And it sounds like their tight end's also going to play. Uh, defensively, Washington State, 44 points on the scoreboard. Eh, go back to the UCLA game. There was a pick six in that game, so you take seven off the off the board because that's a, a, a defensive score. I, I don't know. Where are you at right now? It's a Friday. You're doing the pregame show. Ducks-Cougars 12-3 on NBC, ABC. I'm, I'm concerned I told the wife this because I was I give her my weekend schedule. I say, hey, this game's at this time. There's this game at that time. And so she can, like, form what we're going to do and when we're going to do it. And I'm kind of afraid that I'm going to sit down, getting back from a pumpkin patch, 1230 kick, hostile environment, Oregon's pissed off and fired up. They're 5% more angry this week than they've ever been, <laughs> according to the metrics by Oregon. And this becomes a blowout. Yeah, I mean, we have a game already on the books of Oregon playing a team that's one-dimensional offensively, and it didn't go very well for them. That being said, I I still think Washington State's a better team than Colorado, and I think Cam Ward can provide different challenges that Shador Sanders did not. And Shador Sanders, he's just not a guy that moves a ton in the pocket. He's the guy he wants to sit in there, and if it's not there, he holds on to the football too long, and he's going to end up taking sacks. Oregon had a ton of sacks in that game. But a handful of them were cover sacks where he was holding the ball in the pocket for four or five seconds. Nothing came open. He's not moving, and boom, eventually it collapses on him. Cam Ward's not that kind of guy. He's going to run around and make plays, and he's going to extend things. I think if I'm a Cougar fan, the biggest concern I have is the way my defense is playing right now, honestly, because I, I have a general sense of trust in their offense is going to figure it out. Like, they're not this bad. They they have talent. You mentioned some wide receivers. They're getting back healthy. I know Cam Ward can be turnover prone, and he has been the last couple of weeks. But Arbuckle is a good OC. Cam Ward's a good quarterback. They have good weapons on the outside. Like, they're going to find their groove eventually, whether it's this weekend or in the weeks to come. The problems when you go back to that Arizona game, I mean, look how they ran the football, especially in the second half. They had two different guys that averaged almost seven yards a carry. Coleman for Arizona is an absolute, like, muscle hamster, dude. That guy's massive. And he just was getting picking up six, seven yards anytime he wanted to in the second half of that game when Washington State was still technically within reach. Like, that was still a ball game in the third quarter. Um, and, and Arizona was just running it at will. So I, I, I like Oregon's chances. I'm genuinely excited to see how they come out and play. I, we've heard all week. I mean, you joke about the 5% extra. I've heard that all week at practice. They're ready to go. They're fired up. Like, let's see it. Come out and bury a team, have a nice restful second half, and then get ready to go on the road to Salt Lake City in a much stiffer challenge. Uh, but I, I, Oregon, to me, is going to win this game. It's just a matter of, is Washington State going to make it uncomfortable? And is Cam Ward going to stop turning the football over? So one of our listeners tweeted us yesterday. Dick Burns, and uh, he said, fun stat on Wazoo. That's the name, like Dick Burns Jr. Reading the Twitter handle. It, what if his name is Richard Burns Jr. swag? You're shaking your head over there. <laughs> Dick Burns um, gives us a big old stat and says, Wazoo in the last nine quarters since they were up on Oregon State at the end of the third quarter of that game, their offense has been outscored 90-19. to 19. Not good. That's pretty bad. Not good. 
That's uh, one of the touchdowns you mentioned. One of the touchdowns they had in that stretch was a defensive touchdown. They yeah. had a pick six against UCLA. Yeah, so that's like ninety to twelve. Yeah, not not good. <laughs> I. Yeah, but here's the other thing, because Russ said this yesterday, and I I think you also probably brought it up on the show. Is like, is Washington going to beat you twice? Right, the old football cliche of yeah. you lost the big emotional game or last play of the game. It comes down to it, and you're just deflated. Yeah, and and I. Not that this is the same at all in any way, but I, I do remember like Oregon having a week going into a Stanford game where it's like, they practice so hard. They were full <laughs> contact, all pads. Exactly. And then they lost to Stanford, and then the murmurs out of the locker room like, maybe we shouldn't have been doing that all week. Yeah. So, like, I don't really care what coaches say about what their kids are doing. Gary Anderson told me Oregon State was squatting a thousand more pounds. I had no idea what that meant, and then it meant nothing, and he quit. Like, <laughs> Don't care what coaches tell you about what their team is doing or not doing. It's just, let's just see what it is. Yeah, the proof will be there on Saturday. My thing with them is, I feel like I've been pretty dismissive and disrespectful to Wazoo in some ways. I also would argue they've kind of earned it the last two weeks. Mm -hmm. But remember that game last year. Is that a symptom of an offense being able to exploit certain things in a defense? Or is that... Hey, Washington State home game against a massive opponent, and we got up for it. Because Oregon State has a little of this. I think they're a little better. But Washington State, Oregon State, schools like that, they just tend to get up higher for the home game against the big team coming to town. Absolutely they do. Versus traveling or even playing teams like Arizona at home. And so, like, I'm trying to weigh what they did last year and can they do any of that this year at Autzen versus just simply seeing the two teams and going, I think Oregon is significantly better. Yeah, I think for Washington State, Cam Ward needs to be nearly perfect, and that's a really tough spot to put him in. To defend him a little bit the last two weeks, I understand why some of the turnover stuff has come out because I imagine it's really deflating when you're a quarterback and you know, I'm not getting any help. (laughs) My defense is not playing very well right now. We're not getting stops left and right. We're not running the football at all. Even when we try to, we can't. We're getting a yard per carry. I have no help offensively. And so I think as the game goes on for Cam Ward, there's that thought internally of like, dude, I got to make a play here, man. Now we're down 17 to 6, and the thing's getting away from us. I got to make something happen. And then I'm scrambling on third and long, and I try and force a ball into double coverage, and it gets picked off. Like he feels like he has to play hero football. And that's a really tough situation to put a quarterback in. So defend to defend him in that note. The, the other thing that Washington State needs, when you go back, like, remember, they had a win over Wisconsin early in the year, too. Wisconsin might end up playing for the Big Ten championship. Uh, it's, you know, hey, that's more about the division that they're in. Sure, it gets <laughs> yeah. back to what we talked about with Iowa yesterday. Yeah. But what was the reason they won that game? Their defense was making plays. They had the guys on the edge and Jackson and Stone who can get after the quarterback. They had a defensive touchdown. They forced another fumble on a, on a strip sack. Like, those guys were making big-time plays and were difference makers. And that just hasn't really been the case the last two weeks. I think last week well, was UCLA, more UCLA, I didn't think their defense actually played played that poorly at UCLA. UCLA, I think, scored 25 in that game. 25, but how much of that, too, is a freshman quarterback and Dante Moore missing throw? Like, UCLA's not the most explosive offense in the world. I hear you. I I think last weekend, I mean, that was a snowball, right? Like, one bad thing happens, and then another, and then another, and then it's like, oh, Fafita can't stop completing passes. They're running at seven yards a clip. Yeah, we're down 30 to six. Right. I, I think we see that all the time in college football, the snowball effect. I, I don't necessarily disagree with you, but I would also argue there were probably key possessions early in that Arizona-Washington State game where the defense was like, yo, can you do anything, Cam Ward? Can you do anything mm-hmm. offense? Now, again, missing key 
pieces in their in their passing game. But I was reading the spokesman Spokane Review Journal or Spokesman Review, whatever it is. Sounds legit. I mean, you can't run the football. You're not winning many games. That's tough, I, man. Point blank. And I know Washington State's never really been known as a running team, but this year feels exceptionally awful. They, they don't even, they're not even trying to run the football. You have to have some semblance of balance. The Huskies did it last weekend. They did. They're not a great running team. But Dylan Johnson was averaging five yards a clip, and he got 100 yards himself. So you got to have balance if you want, especially good teams, really good teams. You have to have some semblance of balance if you want to be able to pull an upset. Washington State last week had 22 carries for 35 yards as a team. That is a 1.6. Who had the most carries? Uh, most carries was Cam Ward at eight. Uh, that's, you see, that's problematic to me. They had Nakia Watson had five carries for no yards. He seems like a goal line guy. Longest run of the game, by the way, was Dylan Payne at a 13-yard run. That was the only run they had longer of 10 yards. It feels like the kid who played Madden and he won the first game he played and everyone's like, wow, he's probably going to get Madden. And like the last two games he's gotten his ass kicked because he just keeps doing the same plays. That's kind of how I view Washington State. They beat Oregon State, and we're like, oh! And then UCLA just destroyed them defensively, and then Arizona just housed them in their building. Yeah. And it's like, yo, can you try to run at all? Like, you know your team better than any of us, but you're not even trying. No. It's not even an attempt to run the ball. Last note on this, because I know we got to go. Yeah. For Oregon, I do want to see them get the vertical passing game going. I thought they did in the second half against Washington. Franklin was a beast. And it opened things up. It was a major criticism that we didn't really talk much about this week, but that I had in my notes in the first half. I thought they came out way too conservative, and it was a lot of screens and check. Like, just, dude, you got a quarterback who's played more college football than anybody. Why are we throwing little lateral screens yeah. early in the game? Open things up, take some shots. Once they did, the offense was cruising, uh, but they were a little stacked at times in the first half, I thought, because of that. I got a note. I'm glad you brought that up. I have a note on my show sheet specifically about that area for Oregon I'll get to coming up at the top of the hour. Uh, But coming up next, did Jim Harbaugh cheat? T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. I'm uh I'm listening to a book on uh, Audible because I try to read, but I find myself falling asleep or just getting past a certain chapter and just like ah, I'm kind of done. I can only make it so far reading. 
but I'm. It's a book that there's no chance I would ever be able to read the whole thing cover to to the back, right? So I got it on Audible, and it's narrated by a British man who talks kind of like this. And Does he calls it make it more sophisticated? Ecologico, ecologico, sophisticated. Aluminium. Aluminium. Like all of these words, are, he just says, and I'm like, I kind of want to say those words like that now. <laughs> I want to sound like you. Why aren't we doing that more often? <laughs> And I wish I could narrate this because I don't, this is such a funny, dumb topic to me that I kind of want to do it in a British accent. I just want to be like, did Jim Harbaugh cheat or not cheat? Is he a cheater? Yes, he is. <laughs> I'm leaning in, man. What the hell? He but is a cheater. Michigan's played nobody. No. Like, there's a lot of this is stupid. It's advanced scouting. It's an NCAA thing. Some of the other coaches have complained. Have you seen the video of Greg Schiano's interview at halftime? So we got the audio. Here is this is uh, Rutgers, Michigan, a couple weeks ago, and this was on the Big Ten Network. And uh, Schiano at half. Harbaugh, by the way, coincidentally walks right behind him as he's basically yeah. calling it out, but he doesn't hear him. And Shiano was interviewed, and you can kind of read the tea leaves of what he's saying with this investigation now being underway. Coach, four penalties for your team in the first half. Some that cost you. How do you clean that up in the second half? Well, there's some stuff going on out there, so we just got to slow it down a little bit. There's some things going on that aren't right as well, so we'll talk about how to handle it. This Michigan defense keeping Gavin Wimsett in this passing game in check. How do you adjust? Well... Just got to keep playing. You know? In the game, we just got to keep playing. All right, thanks, Coach. Shiana wanted to be like, cheetah, cheetah, pumpkin eater. <laughs> you sound like the guy from Ted Lasso that takes the ussies. Wicked. <laughs> That's what you sound like right now. Well, I, I just, it's supposedly a staffer, an analyst staffer with yeah. a military background. So he's like, he's probably dressing in Michigan camo. And he's just sitting in the stands with his arms folded, jotting signs stealing down. Like, it's not great to have a cheater. Harbaugh is clearly on an FU tour in his last year in college football <laughs> of piss off NCAA. I don't care about you. He did send out a statement, Dirt. I'll read it just because that's the job. Uh, he says, I do not have any knowledge or information regarding the University of Michigan football program illegally stealing signals, nor have I directed any staff member or others to participate in an off-campus scouting assignment. Reportedly, Michigan State was so irate by this that they contemplated protesting the game, not playing the game because... I think they don't want to play the game because they're going to lose 97 to nothing. That's very possible, but they also... <laughs> that would be taking the easy way out. There's a lot of noise in the Big Ten that a lot of programs have known he's been doing this this year. Look, I, I would imagine this is a case where a lot of teams around college football do this. You tell me there's advanced scouts that they're trying to find stuff with signs. Like, I guarantee you this happens all over the place. Sending staffers, though, to games? Dude, that's, I, that's what this is uh, sure. about. I, I also think part of this is a very easy, fixable thing, and that is, can anybody explain to me why we do not allow microphones and helmets of college quarterbacks? I just saw somebody tweet this three days ago Can before this came that? out, and I have no answer to that. You're not allowed to do it. So every play call has to come from the sidelines, which has to lead to signals and the posters and all the different things to relay in the information that's necessary. Remember the organ curtains at Arizona State? Yes, oh, this yeah. has been going on forever, They man. were worried about that. Exactly. Sign You're worried the about the booth being behind you. The thing I can think of is if you do it or allow it, it has to be allowed for entire Division One. And I don't know how much those things cost. And obviously for a program like Michigan, who cares? But all the other programs, you know, in the Sun Belt and wherever, sure. 
and how many of those helmets do you actually have to buy and the system to install it? You know, it's not just one helmet. You got all the quarterbacks. They probably have backup helmets. I would imagine for some smaller programs that are taking, you know, three ass kickings to get the paychecks <laughs> in the non-conference. That's where your money's going to go now. That's <laughs> that's not something that, okay, you've got to spend 750 grand. I, I'm pulling a number out. Of, I don't know how much the whole yeah. system costs. Yeah. That would be really expensive. You could easily say capitalism, Sprague. But it's a multi-billion-dollar industry. We can't just fork out three helmets. Yeah, but it's per not. Program. It's not unilateral like the NFL, where they split yeah. all that billions of dollars. But what I'm saying is, they could. Ways they, they could if they really wanted to make that happen. Like they could do so many things in college football. Well, they I could know. have a 12-team playoff this year, but they're lazy <laughs> a-holes. I mean, Swag, you're spot on. That's exactly why they don't do it. My retort as a college football fan is, I don't really like. If you can't afford it, then that's too. You're not playing meaningful college football. Like that's my response as a fan. I, I just am kind of on a personal. Whoa, 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 whoa. There might be a school in Corvallis <laughs> that actually couldn't do it versus a school in Eugene that easily could. Built, not bought. I, I'm just on a personal vendetta. Substance, not flash. That's right. Well, this isn't for Hollywood. We don't do this for clicks. I'm just kind of on a personal vendetta against Michigan this year. Michigan might be the best team in college football. I'm so floored by this. You you Dude, have I been just, the biggest Harbaugh backer. I love Jim Harbaugh. And you, you, I remember you going at me because I'm like, is this guy going to win? And you're like, yeah. he's 10 and 2. Shut up. I mean, you and now you've been me? anti. This is embarrassing. I mean, it's embarrassing what they've done this year. Their non-conference schedule is embarrassing. And it they was should last be, year. It, it was last year. They should be publicly shamed at every opportune moment that we get to talk about Michigan. The first thing you bring up, it doesn't matter if they beat Penn State or Ohio State. They didn't play a Power 5 team in non-conference. They didn't play a road game until October. Like, this is an absolute joke. They are making a mockery of the system and saying it doesn't matter who you play. It doesn't matter who you beat. All that matters is being undefeated, and it's the dumbest thing that exists in this stupid sport. Like, Washington is the prime example of this in all of the years that we followed the playoff. When they made the college football playoff, they played nobody in non-conference, and they had ESPN reporters that were holding up cupcakes during broadcasts, making fun of them. Mm -hmm. Guess what? They were right. There's no point in playing anybody. The very next year, Washington played Auburn in their opener, and they lost, and they started 0-1, and then your reward the rest of the year is what? You have to go be perfect and win 11 straight or 12 straight games to make it. It's a, They're making a mockery of the system, and I want to make fun of them for that. Also, the fact that they have played East Carolina, UNLV, Bowling Green, Rutgers, Nebraska, Minnesota, and Indiana, which I don't know if any of those teams are over 500, and there's cheating allegations. Like, that's a that's an embarrassing look. I mean, it, it's a really bad look because they have one of the best defenses in the country, They're if loaded, not the best. They're dude. They're awesome. They're so, unbelievable. It's more like you really need that kind of advantage against Rutgers and Indiana and East Carolina. <laughs> I, I would just respond to this because we got to go. I hear what you're saying. I don't like it either, but we've been talking about this for years. Dude, college football is fundamentally broken this way. I love having non-conference tilts that matter and you're like nervous and you don't know if your team's going to win because that's what sports is about. Yeah. When you take the easy road, I I hate it, but like I would actually tell you, are you mad at Michigan or are you mad at the system? Cuz this is a, fair. this totally is a Dion thing to me, right? Dion is paid 30 million dollars to make Colorado relevant. He does, and then it's like, Dion's the worst, Dion this, Dion that. And I'm like, is Dion making the networks come to his campus? <laughs> no? Okay. So, like, 
it feels like you're more mad at the situation and That's system fair. than you are actually the team and the coach. That's totally fair. I just when this when this happened yesterday, I just started laughing. Like that non-conference schedule, you've played nobody in the Big Ten. Minnesota's terrible. Nebraska's terrible. Indiana's terrible. Yeah. Rutgers is not good, and there's cheating allegations on top of it. Like Michigan, event, this will all settle itself. They're going to play Penn State. They're going to play Ohio State at the end of the year. They're going to be if they win those games in the Big Ten championship. Like they're going to have their opportunities for big wins. But I think you're right. It's probably more of a sport wide thing, and it's something that she, that needs to be controlled and if it's not you need to be punished for this and this is part of the reason I push back on them being ranked in the top five I don't care if you want to rank other teams you know Michigan ahead of some of the one loss teams that's fine they have no business being ranked ahead of any of the other undefeated teams Michigan might be better than all of them but they have no wins on their resume that's better than anybody else that's undefeated uh can we accomplish this feat and a couple notes to observe for the weekend that's next on the fan we have a lot to get into in the second hour of the show uh, I want to bring back something we posted online to kick off the second hour. Uh, it is time, very quickly, we're doing a cupcake thing, I guess. We weren't aware of this. Swag went super ham. He went ham. We're going to have a sugar high today. I'm going to have to take a nap after the show. I'm well, this like stemmed a... from Statter Story on yes. Wednesday. Toddler and... that crashes. I can't even begin to tell you how many texts I've had from like personal friends and buddies who have sent me their strategy on eating large cupcakes <laughs> like i got a random one from crawford last night at like eight o'clock at night here's what you do you take this part and it's like uh, oh okay all right that was out of nowhere well, if anybody would know it'd be him <laughs> <laughs> shots fired uh, you meet him you kind of get what i'm saying pretty quickly yeah, he's, he's got a sound strategy yeah. he's confident in his abilities there's certain things with certain people you look and you go i trust you <laughs> yeah. here yeah. i trust yeah. you <laughs> You are my Obi-Wan. <laughs> you know how to fix a drain pipe, and you know how to eat a cupcake, man. Well, here's my fear. I said it yesterday. I say it again. When we get to the giant cupcake in the final hour, I'm I'm afraid that I am going to end up with frosting on my face, and Dirt's going to yeah. do the ha-ha thing. But like, ultimately, just remember, even though Dirt may be right on the frosting on the face, he started the whole thing started with him going, I don't know how to eat a cupcake. And I was just floored by this because, like, I get it's a little messy, but it's a cupcake. You're right over there. My microphone has come off of its thing. I got to do a handheld thing now. Uh, okay. Uh, that's. <laughs> hey, look at that. Show the YouTube. Hot <laughs> Portland. <laughs> I'm just glad it works. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's still on. That's right. good, at least. Take your little mini cupcake. Right. You got the I got the in here, too. Make sure you turn your three cam on there, Swigard. I don't know if we're on that right now or not. This is not going to do well in my stomach at 6.52 a.m. No. These I are just vanilla, yeah. and they got yeah, little colored Halloween, Halloween orange frosting with chocolate Third grade Sprague would have been super jacked about this. Yeah, I, I love the fact that we got small cupcakes like anybody struggles to eat a small cupcake. My jaw is clicking. I'll pull up the YouTube. Tasty. It's such good like. radio. Oh, yeah. We're eating cupcakes. You're just driving to work. You're like, what are these idiots doing? <laughs> eating cupcakes at 6.53 in the morning and then talking with their mouths full. All right, there you go. One down. There you go. That's easy. Somebody's got to screen, screen grab that bad boy for us. I need that in GIF form. I, uh, <laughs> I will not be eating going it. down the gullet. We'll not be eating another one of those given we have two more left. No, no. Can so, I interest you, Dirt, mouth full? Yeah, what do you got? Uh, can I interest you in Tyson Baguette? Versus the Green New Deal. <laughs> what? Excuse me? Neither one of you know what that is, do you? I have no clue what you're talking about. Do you know who Tyson Baguette is? Is that the Arizona State quarterback? <laughs> no. They have a Burgett. Who's the, what's his first name? 
they have there's I'm I will find French. his information. He's not the ASU quarterback. Okay, I don't He's know. He's not who, taking the Huskies. Okay, I don't know who that is. I don't know what you're talking about. That will be the Chicago Bears starting oh, quarterback. Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought it was Bajer. No, there's no er in there. It's E N T B A G E N T Bagent Tyson Bagent. You sure about that? Yeah, I thought hundred percent sure. It's there's no R. Doesn't then it's Bajent. No, it's not Bajent. Names can be pronounced weirdly, no matter how they're no, spelled. No, I'm telling you, I I just heard it. It's not <laughs> Bajent. It's not Bajer. It's yeah, the, Bagent. The Arizona State quarterback is Trenton Burgay. Yeah, that's who Swag's thinking of. Uh, that's a B-O-U-R-G-U-E-T. Uh, do you know who Green New Deal is? <laughs> the, the policy idea? <laughs> Is this a person? What are we talking about? It's a person. No. It's the nickname of the uh, quarterback Tyson Bagent is going against, and that's Aiden O'Connell, also known as AOC. Ah, Green New Deal. He's the Green New Deal. I got you now. Now I'm picking up what you're putting down. Raiders Bears. How excited for that game are you? That's such a bad game. That was a hell of a setup to that. was like a that's like when you watch a stand-up special and they like there's like a two-minute joke and then you finally get to the punchline and you're like, oh, now it all makes sense. Took a while to get there, but now it makes sense. What about a banged up Deshaun Watson or PJ Walker against Gardner Minshew? <laughs> there's some really bad games this weekend. Man. Yeah, but there's also some top end elite ones. Penny Sewell has not allowed a sack in 525 consecutive snaps. That's pretty good. He has been unbelievable. That was a good draft pick of theirs. Kayvon gets all the noise because he largely creates the noise. Not even close. According to the NFL pronunciation guide, it's Bajent. Give it to me. B-A-Y. It's not. I'm telling you, the team doesn't even say it. The NFL pronunciation guide. Too bad. I now can't wait to turn on the red zone. At first, I thought if that game shows up on my red zone, I'm going to turn the TV off. Field goal fest. Now I'm genuinely excited to hear the first time the announcers (laughs) call his name to prove this argument from Friday at 6.56 right. What happens when Hanson says it one way and the announcers (laughs) say it the other? Dude, this just happened with uh, the big-time up-and-coming golfer, Ludwig Oh, it's Obear now? He changed his last name. Something like that, yeah. So he the, was the number one collegiate player, and he was on the European Ryder So what Cup is team. he? So it was like, uh, I can't remember. Uh, Aubert? Uh, it used to be like Aubert or, something, or uh, Auberg or something, yeah. and then at the Ryder Cup, he was like, no, it's Obear. Yeah. And I was like, oh. Was he... That's okay. a Tyson Alger thing. Is he yeah. Norwegian or he's Norwegian? I thought. I believe so. That sounds about right. You know who also was wrong on the last name of Tyson Alger? Who? Our producer. Yeah, it's true. Who gets so like <laughs> defensive about how to say last names properly? <laughs> you tune into that game and you tell me if they say it how you think it's said because it ain't said NFL that way. NFL pronunciation guide from the NFL communications website. Can you? Uh, if you're if you're looking up the NFL and what they released, could you also look up for me NFL's policy or stance on concussions in 2002? Can you tell me what they said about that? Tigard. That's not on the media oh, website. Oh, oh! So the NFL can't be trusted there. But yeah, the last name of the Chicago Bears' backup quarterback that nobody likes. He went there, huh? Concussion settlement. Toe to tooth. Well, don't act like you're citing the most credible reference here. Is that the NFL knows how to say or do anything properly? What local mispronunciation bothers you the most? Like for us, like Tigard. The, the CJ McCollum Willameta was pretty egregious. That like was I get, bad. you see it and you read it a certain way. I understand that. You lived here for like seven years, and you drove over that river every day, and you didn't know that it was the Willamette River? You called it the Willametta? Yeah, that's really bad.
I also hate how everybody nationally says our state. I mean, that will always Oregon. bother me. Hey, come on. Have you not want, you not met a soul at all from our state that goes, it's Oregon. Oregon. It's Oregon. Very simple. Why is this hard? <laughs> Oregon. That You know what else gets me in that same department? Uh, Gonzaga. When people... Gonzaga. Gonzaga. No, it's not. It's Gonzaga. I'm like, how do you say R-A-G? Rag? Okay, <laughs> so why would it be Gonzaga and not Gonzaga? I I, no. I don't get it. Now, one that I've always been in between is it is the correct pronunciation Nevada or Nevada? I've heard those two as well. I've heard both. I say Nevada. Nevada. I say Nevada too. How do they say Nevada in Nevada? I don't know. Probably it's Nevada. Tomato, tomato. We're well, doing in Nevada what people would do to us. Exactly. Because yeah. when you go to Las Vegas, what's NFL's website say on that one? <laughs> You really tried to do a segment on the Bears and the Broncos. Huh? No, actually, I didn't. But the cupcake, <laughs> and we went over the clock. It's so like kind of ran out of time. And I'm like, my mic broke. I'm yeah, still your holding mic it broke. It's been a hell of a final segment in the first hour. Yeah. Let's just get to the second hour because I'm pretty excited to talk about some of this football. We did something yesterday that I want to bring back to start the second hour of the show and tie in something that you said about your Oregon Ducks. So we'll do that. Hour number two, Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 